This is the Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran podcast. Hey, family. Welcome to Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran. I am so happy to report that I enjoyed an awesome, beautiful weekend. The sun was shining brightly, and God was breathing his warm breath over our land. In spite of the beautiful weather, I took a much-needed nap, both Saturday and Sunday. As I was busy, but God makes us aware of what is needed for the health of our bodies and for us to successfully complete our assignment. Quite honestly, I cannot remember the last time I stopped with my busy schedule and took a nap, but it was so refreshing that it left me with new clarity. You see, we are in the midst of a test, and God has given us instructions, clearly written out directions to pass this test. I want to impress upon you that all, all that you are going through and the tough times that you face is only a test. You can make it, but you've got to follow God's word so that the test does not overwhelm or seemingly swallow you up. I understand that we get tired sometimes and even feel like giving up, but God's word has so clearly stated, be not weary in well-doing, for in due season you shall reap if you faint not. You see, it is too early to quit now as we have not reached our destination. But consult with God, get some rest, be restored, refocus your lens, and restart. Today, Monday, of course, I arrived at school to administer the Georgia Milestones, a state-mandated assessment that every student within our school is compelled to complete, mainly for progress and placement purposes. As I administered the test, some of my students were falling asleep. Others were troubled, even irritated, but I could not allow students to sleep. So I spent some time touching my sleepers on the shoulders and encouraging them that rest would be available once the test had been successfully submitted. Others, I encouraged to keep working, keep toiling because success was within their grasp. Now, before beginning the test, my students were requesting prayer, something I had never openly done for this group in our classroom. But after every child in the room stood for prayer, I prayed corporately that God would give them the strength, knowledge, and understanding to achieve success. I know. I can hear someone saying, be careful with that, as there is a separation between church and state. I promise, I've got it. My children were especially grateful for the short, direct prayer, which I'd never before offered to young people. But please know that I pray for my students even when they do not solicit my prayers. Of course, it's secret and to myself. With that being said, I need you to become very intentional when it comes to winning this race called life. Passing this test, which is really filled with the trials and tribulation 
through which we so diligently work. God's word has advised us. Lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily beset us so that we can run with patience the race that is set before us. You see, the race is not given to the swift nor the strong, but to the one who endures to the perfect end, the one who perseveres. So stop trying to compare your ability to get through or how well you are doing on your test to that of another, because we are all different, each at different stages within our journey. And no matter how many times the test or task are given, each time is so different from the last. But remember in Hebrews 12th chapter, the first and second verses, God's word has advised us. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God for consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest you be weary and faint in your minds. You have not yet resisted unto blood striving against sin. Now in these verses, we are reminded of the great responsibility that God has placed squarely on our shoulders. We are reminded that so many are watching us and our every move as we are witnesses, even ambassadors of Christ. With that understanding, we must take off every weight and each bit of sin that might weigh us down as weight will cause us issues, slopefulness, and a serious hindrance. When we consider this race called life and the test that each of us must pass, just as I had to wake up some tired students who were falling asleep during testing, I want to nudge some of you just to remind you that whatever the matter, however large your trial may seem, it is only a test. Just know that God is with you and he will see you through. He promised never to leave nor forsake us. And he planned your victorious success even before you were shaped in your mother's womb. God is still strengthening us every day. But in his word, the question is posed. Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. In other words, we have got to get some rest, regroup, allow God to restore us and redefine our focus. Because if we continue in sin, grace may abound. When I stopped to inquire of grace, it was defined as God's favor toward the unworthy or God's benevolence on the undeserving. You see, his grace is sufficient. And he extends such unmerited favor day after day 
after day. But we cannot come into the full, true knowledge of God and blatantly continue in our sin and sinful ways as if we had not known or had not been informed of a God that saves and a God to glorify. So in the word of God, the question has been posed once again, shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Then the answer is given. God forbid. In other words, once we come into the knowledge of the truth, or once the word enlightens us with the fullness of God's glory, our journey, this everyday test, becomes our strive to live as God commands. That is, holy and acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service. But please do not minimize or negate our need for rest. You see, rest is a major part of the equation. And in Psalm 127th chapter, the first and second verse, we are reminded, except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waketh in vain. It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows. For so he gives his beloved sleep. I hope you are hearing and understand fully that God gives his beloved sleep because he knows that for both the flesh and the spiritual man, our spiritual being, to be at its best, sweet sleep refreshes, refuse, and help us to refocus. Now I must be transparent in revealing that I too am guilty of frequently staying up late always pointing out that there is so much to be done. But God's word has warned that unless he builds the house or fix the matter, we who are so busy, we work in vain. We worry in vain. We stress and experience anxiety, something with which so many people are struggling. But it is all in vain. After all, this is a test and a race, but it is neither of speed nor agility, but rather one of endurance. And I have found that when I'm well rested, I feel better. I think better. I look better. I'm refreshed enough to remember what God said to me, about me, and for me. My patience is longer, my convictions are stronger, and I even perform better on any given test when I'm well rested. So dare I say, at times, like my past weekend, you may have to do what I did on Saturday and Sunday. Slow down, consult with the Lord, and take a nap. You see, the body is such a beautiful wonder that we often abuse it, knowing that it can and will be pushed to the limit. But we may need to slow down in the physical to rest so that our mind, soul, body, and spirit is restored to successfully run the race that has been set before us. 
Keep in mind all of the extra that you may feel you are accomplishing by depriving the mind and body of sleep could very well be an empty sacrifice. After all, except the Lord build the house, we labor in vain that build it. Unless God keep the city, our family, homes, and business safe, all of your security and high-tech weaponry is in vain. In other words, if it is to be built, kept, secured, protected, or accomplished, it is God who will do it. Your sleep deprivation and anxiety are all in vain. So get some rest and pass life's most pressing test. Grace is God's unmerited favor. He extends it every day. Just another means to show his love in a special kind of way. Each morning, God allows us to awake. New mercies he provide. No matter how bad or poorly behaved, God sets our faults aside. His patience, understanding, and undying love that none can ever afford, the same that would not be possible without the Spirit of the Lord. Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound as if we did not know the sacrifice that our Father made when He sent His Son below? Thank God, I pray, that day after day, He extends His saving hand to help us all so we dare not fall when success is in His plan. As time goes on, we are expected to do our very best. As we run this race, while many trials we face in the struggle to pass this test. Though the race is not given to the swift nor strong, as life's great struggles set in, just know that the race is only given to those who endure to the perfect end. So lay aside every weight and the quiet secret sin designed to weigh us down. Slow your roll, get rest so we can pass this test while God's grace can still be found. Grace is God's favor toward the unworthy. He extends us every day. But to continue in sin, cause good grace to weigh thin. So walk upright is what I pray. God's word prepared and gave good insight. Take up your cross and follow him. Cast all your cares on the Savior. His love and light will never dim. In so great a cloud of witnesses, lay aside every weight and sin that so easily beset us. Allow the enemy to get us. Disturb godly peace within. Instead, let us run with patience this race that God has ordained, for he knows the plans he has for us, favor and eternal life to be gained. Plans to prosper you and not to harm as in faith we endure life's test. God promised he'd be with us to the perfect end. Through it all, we would be blessed. So don't grow weary in well-doing, for in due season, he promised we would reap. Through every trial and painful denial, stand fast in our soul, he'll keep. Just spiritual beings having human experiences, yet God still loves us so. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, soul, and mind, each and everywhere you go. Always remember to take care of yourself. God granted the gift of rest. 
Be sure to understand your journey, God's plan, perseverance, and endurance test. Ambassadors of Christ is what we are. To be good soldiers is what we desire. Let our light so shine, sharing godly peace of mind. Through this test, we uplift, encourage, and inspire. Well, family, this is number 104 of Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran. I just want you to know that all that you are going through, every trial, each situation that makes you feel alone or like you are the only one going through, every matter that you endure, even now, it is only a test. Remember, God does not put any more on you than you can bear. He is faithful and has promised that all things, all things work together for good to them who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. Just know that there is intentional purpose to your pain. And somehow an omniscient God works it all together for your good. So don't grow weary or get tired in doing what's good, honorable, or right. Because God promised in due season, he will reward you. But you cannot quit. God's word has said, faint not. If you're tired, get some rest. Yes, get a little sleep to refresh the flesh and seek God's spiritual restoral. Then be about his business. His word in Psalm 127th chapter and the second verse. Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchmen wake, but in vain. It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows, for so he gives his beloved sleep. You see, when we are really walking and living God's word, we can rest in the peace of God that passes all understanding. His word explains that being anxious to the point that we cannot rest is not of God. As God's word has said, be anxious for nothing. Don't let anyone tell you that you do not need some sleep because God's word has said it is a precious gift that he gives. And every gift that God gives is great and necessary. So get some much needed rest, especially when you are experiencing difficult trials and tests on this tumultuous journey that we call life. Just know we will reap if we faint not so we cannot give up or give in. Our ultimate goal is to endure with patience, solid faith, and certain determination. After all, this is a test and a race, although it is neither of speed nor agility, but rather one of endurance. Oh, when I'm rested, I can successfully run this race with patience that is set before me. We can even help each other when we're rested after we've taken some good rest. I can persevere through the toughest of matters and the tightest situations. I need you to endure to the perfect end, but such perseverance requires rest. Remember, I had to shake a few of my own students awake because I could not allow them to sleep and fail to finish the test. 
Of course, I encouraged those who could not stay awake to get their rest. Then I reached out to parents for reinforcement. By the same token, God said, your rest, your sleep is a precious gift from him. But cast all of your cares on him as well because he cares for you. His sweet rest has been especially designed to refresh, restore, and help us to refocus mind, body, soul, and spirit. However, such carnal sleep cannot fully equip us for spiritual warfare, but rather help to prepare our hearts and minds to endure whatever test or race that is set before us. You see, unless God builds the house, your labor is in vain. Staying up all night worrying about how things will get done, how bills will be paid, or how situations will be turned around is futile. My mom once told me, worrying does not fix or make anything better. Give it to God. Over time and much firsthand experience, I have to give the matters of this life to God while gaining some sweet rest because if something is to be done, if things are to be changed, only God can do it. I pray for each of you that you trust so greatly in God's omniscience that you enjoy good God-ordained rest, even in the midst of storms and tests. God bless you. On a separate note, please continue to pray for our children and students as they strive to achieve excellence in their state-mandated standardized test. Please remember all our children, both biological and extended, as it seems the enemy has waged war against our children. You see, if one is able to weaken physically, socially, mentally, and spiritually, one can either control, destroy, or fully eliminate. The children are our future, and we must remain in prayer for every one of them. Please don't forget to say something on my Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn page. You can listen to me on Amazon Music or YouTube as well. I welcome your questions, comments, critiques, and suggestions on topics you'd like to explore. Who knows, you might just end up being a guest on an upcoming broadcast. Remember, I'm just a regular girl navigating this diverse world. I'm looking forward to each of you. Until then, take care of yourself, each other, and stay blessed. The Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Log on to castropolis.net.